Thanks for tuning in to Beyond the Bench. This is a podcast for athletic directors, coaches, and leaders, and it's done by three athletic directors from Iowa. I'm Todd Gordon from Greene County in Jefferson, and I'll be joined by Scott Jarvis from Ankeny Centennial and Aaron Stecker from Cedar Rapids Kennedy. If you have any questions or comments you'd like to leave us, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at beyondthebenchgls at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and let's get to today's podcast. And you are listening live to Season 3, Episode 10 on your podcast dial. And it is just the three amigos this week. It's been a while since we've just been the three of us, guys. We have been entertaining, uh, whining, and dining um, through the podcast series. You know, last time, Jamie Beckler. And, you know, for a long time, it was just the three of us. And then one, we'd get a random guest. And now, this season three especially, we have been just guest, guest, guest. It's been good. Yeah. But uh, kind of missed the Scott and Aaron time that I yeah. get. So it's our listeners probably appreciate the outside voices, <laughs> though. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. gonna say it. They, they say you get smarter the more you do things over time. So maybe that's what we're. No, I'm kidding. It's good. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to just my 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 Todd and Scott time. Also, I would agree. Yeah. So it, it's uh, been good. But here we are. Uh, we are recording. May 2nd on a Sunday evening, and this will be released uh, this week, uh, week of May. And boy, a year ago, look where we were and look yeah. where we're at now. It's, uh, You're right in it around this time last year. I was on my walks all the time last year. This time. You were. Hair was growing. <laughs> yeah. We're all getting a little shaggier. Yeah. We were. We were. <laughs> You know, you think about that, where we were, and, and now, heck, I, I don't know how it's going for you guys out there, but uh, the uh, the outdoor sports fans listened to the CDC the other day, at least it, over here in Cedar Rapids, boy. it's uh, They're few and far between once they're sitting in the bleachers and spaced out from one another. Uh, and you compare, uh, you know, a year ago at this time, we were, boy, you had like, that thing was strapped onto your face and sealed up tight before you walked out the door. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it's good. I tell you what, I, I'm, I know there's hurdles. I know there's things we've got to overcome, but it feels, it's felt different the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Been really good. It's, it's funny to me too. I was just re- kind of reminded and had a conversation with a couple of coaches that you can see the the spring frustration and the end of school. And, you know, we didn't have that last year. It's been two right. years since we've seen senioritis and mm-hmm. uh, teachers getting frustrated and coaches getting frustrated with each other. And uh, that's been a while. So, I mean, we're back to having to mitigate that a little bit. And uh, I just keep reminding them, though, when they people get frustrated, just remember a year ago. Yeah. And yeah. where we Let's... were and keep your perspective. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I tell you, it's talking about the, the conversations you're having one year later. 
Uh, I'm sure they're happening to you guys at school as, as well. And, and probably something we should talk about this summer as we get ready to amp up for next fall. But uh, it's going to take some serious planning and, and thought um, into getting everybody ramped back up again. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, making the assumption we'll, we'll, we'll be full go, uh, you know, no restrictions on attendance, no restrictions on, you know, all that stuff. But you know, hopefully by next fall, we're in a great position. Uh, it's, I know our teachers are talking in the classroom, how do we get our kids going full speed again? Now, I know you guys maybe are in different spots, but boy, still for us, we're 500, maybe 600 kids a day out of 1800 in, in the school. Still wow. very much an online school by choice and a lot of our kids and, and stuff. So it's just going to take us some time to amp back up yeah. uh, and get used to that, that full speed and that full load again next year. Um, so the conversations about how do you do that and how do you, how do you do it well without frustrating everybody without, uh, you know, having that by mid September, everybody's just at each other's throats because we're just push, push, push. How, how do you do it smart? Mm -hmm. So, yep. Yep. Uh, the thing that I was just reminded of there, Aaron, as you said that, as you start to, and I've shared with you guys too, it's, we just finished up a, a book study with the book swim by Walter bond. Mm -hmm. uh, there's six of us that did it in the mornings once a week. And um, what that story does, if people haven't read swim, they need to get that in their book list. Um, great book and we've enjoyed talking about it leadership wise uh with the coaches i had that did it um but what that the thing that first struck me there is you know you just go 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 and you want to get stuff in and, and all this and the whole premise of that book is it's it's around like a air conditioning company right um that the main character founds and he just says that we are a we're in the people business masquerading as an air conditioning company. So, mm -hmm. and I, we talked about that a week or two ago when it came up in the chapter, we were talking about that, you know, we're in the school business, but we got to be in the people business first. And we just, you think you gotta get all this content in and you gotta, or whether you're coaching and you gotta get all this stuff in, I gotta have all this in by whenever, but we're in the people business. And right. I think when you get Russian, 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 Yep. to do things, we forget about the people part. And yeah. uh, I think that's, that's the main thing. Yeah, I would agree. So there's my plug oh. for swim by Walter Bond. Great book. Yeah. Fantastic. And um, Walter probably shouldn't make this too public, but he's, he's going to do a, he's going to get on with us at seven o'clock in the morning this week and nice. just talk, talk to us and uh, just let, our coaches ask some questions and, and he'll talk through the book and he may talk That's for cool. 20 minutes, but, uh, uh, yeah, he's just doing that out of the goodness of his heart and just yeah, the connection we made with him through this yeah. podcast and yeah. through the connection of Scott losing his car at the mall of America. <laughs> That's how it all started. So it's That's all thanks to Scott Jarvis. My, my own stupidity <laughs> led to some, some good things. So, Hey, there you go. Uh, but I tell you, well, man, it's good to see you guys' faces. I'm already excited. We've been talking five minutes, and I'm excited to see you guys. And I think you sent to me, Tim Pizzetti over in Gilbert sent me a – he's got a little bar. It's called the Third Stall. 
Okay. Uh, just a home bar. It's the third stall of his garage. He's converted. He's got the bar there. He's got a fridge. He's got areas to sit. He's got TV out there. It's really a great place. We've, I've been there a couple of times after meetings and we've had the, the uh, post meeting uh, there or after a game or something when I, we used to play Gilbert. Anyway, so he sent us a picture today and he said, uh, BTB sponsored by the third stall. He's got his BTB shirt on nice. and he's standing there awesome. in his bar area. And he said, well, you know, this, maybe we uh, shouldn't do that education-based athletics. And I said, that's a matter of perspective. We all may need a third stall once in a while. Right. So oh, that's great. Which prompted me to think is uh, this was while I was driving back from Okaboji this afternoon and uh, I thought you know what we ought to meet at Tim's third stall and record a yeah we should record, record an episode there live from the third stall I don't see why I'm they all, couldn't be a, I'm all for it an impromptu Absolutely. sponsor yeah take Aaron back to the old stomping grounds I was gonna over say there. I can head back and, and uh, you know Remind everybody who who's the man from Gil no I'm <laughs> totally kidding that'd be like Aaron who what? yeah what? You mean Aaron Stucker, the All-American quarterback? Yeah, oh, no. Uh, that's 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 not it. Scott, <laughs> try, strike one for you for the night. No, oh, shoot. Well, you didn't even foul that off. That already was... today, so. So that could be a whole new thing here, though. I mean, uh, Pizzetti, if you're listening, uh, we're coming. And yeah. uh, BTB is going to come record at third stall. That and, sounds uh, like a summer installment right there. Yes, it, I it like does. it. Yep, we're going to make it happen. Uh, so, hey, if you are interested in having BTV come to your garage, <laughs> we can we will broadcast the price of. Yeah, we can we can make that happen. We can come yeah. to your stall. Hey, we do parties, too. <laughs> That's fantastic. Birthday, birthday parties. Well, we, could, we could grab Lindy and go do the karaoke. Yeah. Do all there that you too. go. There yeah. you go. Well, hey, how about we uh, say hello to our sponsors and thank our sponsors uh, beyond the bench? Absolutely. Uh, our first sponsor we want to talk to you about tonight is Hometown Ticketing. If you're an AD interested in saving time or making your job a little less stressful, or if you're looking for ways to improve the fan experience at your games, we suggest you take a look at Hometown Ticketing. They provide schools with everything needed to offer professional level online ticketing at absolutely no cost to your school or athletic program. They're integrating industry leading technology directly into your school's website, providing fans with a simple, easy ticket buying experience that takes place directly on your website without the need to create an account, remember a password, or download an app for those who set on like page eight on our iPhone of apps and don't need any more. From individual game tickets to customize season pass programs, our friends at Hometown Ticketing can customize an entire ticketing platform for your program. And the best part is it doesn't cost your school or athletic program anything to get started. So check them out at Hometown Ticketing, the official ticketing partner of VNN Sports. You can uh, get more information at hometownticketing.com to enroll your school today. A plug for them, we had our senior recognition night a week ago last Sunday. And we, we did it in two segments, so half of the alphabet at one and half the alphabet at four and had to limit it to three spectators, you know, per senior. And we used hometown ticketing to set that up, and, and we weren't charging to get in, so there's no fee for us, no fee for them to use it. It was a, a zero-money exchange, but they just helped me set up a, oh, nice. you know, three uh, all the codes we needed. Each, each senior got a code, and they could get three passes to, 
to get scanned in so we can control our, our crowd for our, our senior recognition. Nice. Event. So um, they really are flexible and, and do some cool stuff to, to serve your needs. That's great. Awesome. Also, like to say a thank you to Gipper. Uh, if you want your athletic program to stand out on social media, now you can do that using Gipper. You can create and share professional sports graphics to social media in seconds on any device and without needing any design experience. So try Gipper out for free at gogipper.com backslash athletics. And you can listen to their podcast. It's called Standout. That's hosted by Matthew Glick. And again, uh, Gipper just week after week, uh, new templates and really some awesome stuff. And um, it's, it's been kind of fun to watch. Our, we have a class now. It's called Ram Fanatic. It's an English credit. And I've kind of been able to work with them and hand off some of our social media stuff to the, the students. And they are just so I've got them on on Gipper and they're able to create things. And uh, boy, they're creating some great graphics and they're using Gipper to do that. But it's great to see our kids doing that. And yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So it, it's been been really fun. But uh, Gipper makes all that possible and makes us look good. And uh, again, just really impressed with with what they do. And last, we'd like to thank our partners, uh, Varsity Bound. Again, they have done a ton um, and really converted Quick Stats Iowa into what we now see as uh, Varsity Bound. And we've got 500,000 people using um, the Varsity Bound app in the state of Iowa right now. So wow. completely amazing uh, how that has transformed over the last three mm -hmm. years and continuing to add more and more. Um, almost weekly, just like Gipper has. So uh, thanks to Sam and his crew at Varsity Bound for being our sponsor, but also just being a great partner for athletic directors in the state of Iowa. Well, no doubt. They have, uh, all, all three of the hometown Gipper and Varsity Bound are just, just, boy, just turning out new things. And uh, they're up in their game. And I just really appreciate that. I don't know about well, you. We appreciate all the bumps we've given them, you know, <laughs> well, with, with our thousands and thousands of it's listeners. A, it's a it's really a chicken egg argument, don't you think? I mean, is oh. it is it is it that? No, I um, I think it's BTB. Um, <laughs> you know, the thing, tell them if they're if they're renewing, we need to tell them that it's yeah, because of us. Here's here's the thing I really love the most about all three of them is if you when you have conversations with them, they aren't selling ticketing they're, they're let me rephrase that um just as we were talking about before they're no. ticketing online ticket is a platform to survey ads um online social media graphics is, is a platform to survey ads and serve kids um the varsity bound and with the statistics and all the backdoor stuff they're creating for us in terms of scheduling and, and all that stuff is a platform to survey ads which serves coaches and kids which makes a better experience i mean that they're they're doing it from the right, right. perspective uh and that's what makes them great yeah. Yeah. Good point. Well, hey, you know what we haven't done for a while? We talked about how we've had guests on here and there. We haven't had a what's up, what's down. Boy, I think since season two. I'm not sure yeah. we've done one in season three. Um, so how about we do that? A little what's it's up, about, what's down. It's hmm. about time. Yep, I don't know if we can uh, reel her in. This might be a 45-minute to go here, but here we go. Uh, we're going to start with what's up. Um, 
man, just, I got so much going through my head right now. Um, I just was just, I, I had a good weekend and I had a, you know, Deb and I went up to the, to Okaboji and we were up there Friday night through Sunday afternoon. And normally a few of our friends are up there, our, the couples that we kind of eat lunch with, or, you know, we hang out at the dock with, or, you know, we just sit and we socialize and we have, have a good time. Well, it was just Deb and I this weekend and it, that was fun. Uh, I just go through the list of things that I got to do. Um, we went out to breakfast, just the two of us. Um, we got a new phone. You know, when you get a new phone, that's like uh, Christmas. So it's like <laughs> Christmas in May. Um, and we were just commenting when we got the phone, the guy that was helping us there. I remember when you used to have to sit there for two hours to transfer all your, oh. all your stuff across. And, man, we were in and out in 30 minutes. That was bo both of us getting a new phone. So. Yeah. Amazing the way the that, technology's come. Yeah, I mean that what used to be day night. Yeah, it did. What kind of phone did you get, Todd? I'm still on Android, so I got a Motorola, Motorola One, five G. Yep. Um, so I, so far, like it. It's just, and I mean the apps go over in the same spot they were before. I mean, I there's a couple things I had to log in on, but otherwise you just it's just seamless. And I remember mm -hmm. what a pain it used to be, oh, even God. three or four years ago. What a pain it was. So anyway. Yeah. Got a new phone, so that's like Christmas. Uh, we went and sat on the dock, just the two of us. It was windy, uh, but it was 85 yeah. degrees. So we yeah. hung out. We had sat on the dock for about 30, 40 minutes, and uh, right on the lake, which was fun. Um, then we went on. We went out to eat, had a nice supper together, uh, watched a movie. I started uh, transferring vinyl to MP3. So I now I've got that. an MP3 app on my phone. And I, I took about, I don't know, six or seven albums and I just used Audacity and took them to that, recorded there, then transferred them onto my phone. And it's kind of neat coming home that I, I punched a couple in. I could hear the crackle. I just like the crackle of vinyl. <laughs> but uh, I took some of the, the old 60s, 70s from that era, mm -hmm. some old uh, jazz and blues and rock first my first album, oh, Ultimate Sinatra, I see. Nice. There you go. Nice. Um, so I started doing that just to kind of, when I travel, I'll have those a little bit. Good one, Nat King Cole. I got a good Nat King Cole album, too, uh, about a year ago. A deal. Man, heavy vinyl, uh, mint condition. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, it's like the best of. Uh, I'll mm. share that with you sometime. But I, I did that. I smoked the turkey breasts. Um really good i just did a lot of stuff that just we just relaxed and uh, got to enjoy some of my hobbies and uh, then to come back and do this hobby with you guys mm -hmm. uh, it's just been a good weekend and uh, just just nice to have it be deb and i and kind of our schedule and and uh, just relax that way so that's my up it's a good up yeah it's awesome that's an outstanding up Aaron, how about you? Oh, I want to. Well, I'm going to come hang out with Todd and Deb more often. I think <laughs> is what I'm going to do for my up. Uh, no, uh, I tell you what, I'm kind of in the kind of the same mindset you are. It's just been uh, I've got, I've got a few things I'll mention since it's been a while. You got to give me more than one. You don't expect me to just give you one here, do you? No, mine uh, was mine was loaded, so it was more than so, one. There so there you go. So I've got a couple of them. Um, one, I, I will say from a from a professional standpoint, I've really enjoyed uh, 
you know, Chris Deem at Jefferson and Grant Schultz at Washington, uh, you know, we've got our shared stadium out there with Kingston Stadium and we've been running track meets out there together. So we've, you know, if Wash is running a meet, we've all three been out there kind of working together to run the meet and, and then Jefferson has a meet and we do the same. Mine, they would have been out there, but it was, you know, 38 degrees and raining that day. We decided that was a bad track day. But I uh, just have really enjoyed working with those three out there and just the camaraderie between the three of us and, and pulling mates off and trying to make them good experiences and troubleshooting together and, and such. So that's been a lot of fun here this spring. Um, we haven't really ever done that before, that intensely, the three of us. And we're ramping that up for hosting our first state qualifier out there at Kingston. So, you know, uh, you'd say, really? They've never had one. We've got, we used to have a seven-lane track, and so we could never host the state qualifiers. And we finally got our eight-lane track. And uh, we're ready to roll on the 13th, host our first qualifier, which is, we're excited about that. Yeah. Um, personal side, uh, you know, we're on about week five here being legit empty nesters. Uh, and we've just had a lot of time, Jeanette and I, just together to do stuff. We've been busy. Um, we're engaged in some stuff with our church that's taken quite, you know, just, you know, leading a study together uh, with some, some other folks in our church. And it's been fun spending that time together. Um, slower pace uh here at home and, and that's been kind of interesting and fun to get used to as well uh as when we've been home together so that's been fun i've really enjoyed that um last thing i'll share i guess is it was really cool we got our first uh so i think i've talked about our, my son william middle son uh yeah. shipped out to the navy he's in the middle of a boot camp right now uh he's in week four of boot camp now after uh after two weeks of quarantine and uh Got his first letters on Friday in the mail, and then uh, they passed their inspection on Thursday, and we talked to him on the phone this afternoon for about 45 minutes. So awesome. he, he's doing well. He's enjoying it. He's finding some some leadership roles he's filling um, and trying those out. So uh, just really enjoyed hearing hearing in his voice. He, he's he's in a good place. It feels like he, he's made a good decision. So uh, good day for that. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Scott, how about you? What's up? Well, I I had a, you know, I took some pictures out today. I was outside and just enjoying the afternoon. Had a few cocktails. Uh, <laughs> just enjoying the beautiful weather. Uh, worked outside with Jane a little bit. So it was a, it was a great day. Um, my son yesterday called me and he's like, hey, dad, I'm taking this class and I think you might be able to help me. And I was like, what, what are you taking? Uh, I'm taking sports management. <laughs> <laughs> I got to write a paper. I got to write a paper on fundraising. Can you help oh me? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, what do you need? What do you need, buddy? I can, I can, um, I can hook you up. <laughs> oh, boy. So that was now, just to be able to talk with, with him for on that a little bit. And send him some stuff. stuff. Yeah, so that was nice. That was fun. It's kind of an interesting conversation. Oh, that's that's one good. that I'd never thought I'd ever have. Is that an elective class for him or is he pursuing? Yeah, it's an elective class, yeah. Yeah, so he's looking down that list of elective classes that 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 check the box. He, he goes, management. I might know a guy. So it was fun to talk shop with him a little bit. So that was that's fun. That's cool. Yeah. Good. I might know a guy. Yeah. Don't we all? Yep. Well, how about a little what's down? Ooh. Anybody got downs? Oh, yeah. Do you? 
All right. Well, I'll go ahead and start. I, th I think for me, it's just, I, I kind of mentioned it. I don't know if I mentioned it on earlier in the show. I can't even remember now. Um, just May, right? Uh, the end of school, um, people getting owly, people getting impatient. Um, and I don't, maybe it's not a real down. I, I, I uh, <laughs> see he's getting owly and he's, he's growling and he's barking and he's, he's mad. He's mad. The dog's mad. Um, we got sound effects and everything. going. <laughs> But I guess I just see it as a chance to really test test the leadership and to test uh, maybe we show the patience and we show a little more good nature and we show people how to respond appropriately. Um, not always perfect in that, uh, but I've just been reminded of what springtime is again after a year off. Yeah. And uh, again, it's opportunity. It's not really a problem. Um, it frustrates sometimes, but again, I think it's an opportunity for us to maybe show the right reaction and controlling all those things we talk about. Because uh, there's opportunities every day to do that with kids, adults alike. I need myself a note. Thank you, Todd. Aaron, stop blowing the gasket in the springtime. <laughs> well, you're 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 right. It's it's getting to that time, and uh, you know, I, we were actually in a conversation the other day with us starting late, like actually in building. Um, maybe we're a little sheltered from that a little bit right now um, uh, here at Kennedy, just because it almost you know it's. I know it's the end of the school year, but from a face to face standpoint, we're only in like October, right? Uh, yeah. In terms of getting on one of those nerves, so maybe. We'll see. Uh, it won't get too bad for us this year. But we've done, full, yeah, we've done full episodes on that in the past, though, just of how do you manage May and, and all the stuff that comes with it. Correct. Uh, yep. So. Well, Aaron, how about you? What's down? Well, you mentioned spring is sprung, right? <laughs> so today was lawn mowing episode number two for me. It really should have <laughs> happened it should have happened last weekend, but I didn't get to it last weekend. And then I was going to get to it during the week and then I didn't. And, um, so it was, so you're my, on hay. I've, you know, I've talked before about how much fun my yard can be to mow and we still, I got, I got dents and I got bumps and I got molehills and I got, you know, tire marks from the, from the trucks or ruts uh. from the tires from the trucks, putting power poles in last fall. My, it is a, it's a battle zone out there uh, in my yard. And it was a nearly two hour uh, fisticuffs, my, me, my lawnmower and the yard today. And I lost. Uh, <laughs> there's just no other way to slice it. Other than the fact that I came out the worst of all three of us in that deal. So I am hurting and I'm not 40 years old anymore. And I, I think I'm, I might've realized that more today than I have in a long time. Yeah. So that's my down is the yard one. The yard one. <laughs> well, Scott, how about you? Ah, gosh dang, I uh I've been trying to be positive here lately. So 
I, 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 uh, I even, I hate to even, I think for me, it's just been, um, trying to remain, uh, it's, I don't know if it's really a down, but it's a down, but not a down. Um, just trying to refrain from, uh, letting sometimes my anxiety and fear get the best of me. I just posted something this week on it that, um, tend to make decisions sometimes out of fear of fear that something's going to happen and fear that, you know, something bad could happen and never really knowing and trying to kind of shed that off. So um, maybe a, a down, but also trying to look beyond that into something that could be really good too. Yeah, absolutely. I loved, I loved your post today. Yeah. About I, your focus and the camera and the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that was great. That was great insight. Yeah, that was fun. I was taking I was taking a picture of myself and I just started thinking about you know what that what that meant and and trying to focus on the good things, yep. capture those good moments. You know, focus on what's important. Um, and you know, I got you know. Of course, you know you. My wife tells me don't look at your damn email on Sunday. <laughs> you guys know how that, any AD knows what that's like. Yeah. And I've had this conversation thousand times. You get 180 some emails on Saturday and Sunday. And then if you don't at least try to dig into it a little bit Sunday, then on Monday you're 200 and some deep on emails and you're trying to dig yourself out of this hole. Well, of course, today I get a, uh, a crappy email from a parent and, you know, I'm just like, God dang it. I'm out here enjoying this beautiful day. And then I was like, screw it. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> not going to allow this to, to bother nope. me. Today. Nope. It's just too, too damn nice out. And yeah. I just was thinking about, you know, taking that picture with my goofy ass hat on today. And <laughs> here we go. Hell we're going we're gonna to make the best of this. I love it. Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was just really outstanding. And yeah. uh, I yeah. think that those are the best leadership lessons we get when we take this stuff. But it makes you, you were thinking, and I, I think that's you take day-to-day -day stuff and you make it a leadership thing. And I, I love that. Yeah. Now, now, Scott, to be honest, we've covered this topic with you before. Jane, yeah. right. Jane, Jane is right. Jane is always right. I, I know. And you just need to remind yourself that whenever she starts to give you some advice on, you know, not opening your email on Sunday, Jane's right. Yes. I know. I, I, that might be, that might be the death of me, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we've all been there. So, yeah. All right. Well, Hey, let's, uh, you know, that, that may, maybe we're done with the downs. Uh, it's nice to talk about, but maybe we just stick with the ups. I, yeah. I think, um, Anyway, we'll, we'll come we will, back. To we can have some fun ones every once in a while. I mean, I really, I mean, the next time you've got a driving episode, we really need to hear about it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was going to say hats off to the drivers. They're pretty good this weekend. I got no complaints. Uh, nobody pulled out in front of me. Um, I guess I was just after a good weekend. I really wasn't yeah. looking for it either. So but anyway, yeah. So right, let's go on to our subject tonight. And, uh, we're going to talk about change. We're going to talk about transition. Uh, you are in the time of year where ADs are going to be switching jobs. And um, it, it's just, 
we've just all been kind of dealing with our own change and our own mm-hmm. what's next, what if, what, yeah. And, um, so we're not here condoning people start looking for different jobs at all. Um, <laughs> but change, change is inevitable and change is uh, going to happen. And so we're just going to talk about change and what that means, maybe personally, professionally, what that looks like um, and how we deal with it. And, you know, to our listeners out there, we we've got a few ideas here we're going to talk about. But I told as we before we started, I said, guys, I don't know where this is going. Uh, so this is going to be uh, just an open conversation. And uh, raw might not be the, the best word to use, but it's it's not really planned. Um, but I, th- I think it's just a conversation that we want to have. Uh, we've always, you know, this podcast started by ADs, for ADs, and we've tried to be relevant and uh, maze a time of transition and time of changing jobs. And there's still going to be jobs out there for people to have. So, you know, how do you know when that's the right time? Um, and the, the unique thing is we've all kind of traveled a different journey. Um, you know, Scott and I probably had the most job transitions of, well, of the three of us, we've had. I've made, it, I made, it, I've made transitioning a profession. Right. <laughs> and uh, I don't, that's just kind of, I, I think it's been for Scott and I in particular, it's just kind of who we are. I haven't, I haven't gone into a job saying, oh, I'm going to stay here for three years and I'm going to move. It hasn't been the case at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't been afraid to either. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I felt like, you know, I just, I think it's helped our kids. And we can talk about that too, but I, I think mm-hmm. our, our kids have learned to really adapt and adjust and they've had life lifestyles where they've had to do the same. Um, so I think they've, they've learned how to, to handle that through the changes we've made as a family. Um, and, and there's nothing wrong with, with changing and, and going to different jobs. I think if it's done for the right reasons um, and there's nothing wrong with being in a spot for 15, 20 years. Um, I admire uh, the people that do that. And I, there's a, there's a lot of positives that come from doing that. Mm-hmm. And there's challenges on the other side of that mm-hmm. too. But um, anyway, we're just going to talk through that a little bit and uh, see where we land. And we're not experts on job transition, but we've been through a few and um, just kind of, I think it's just something we want to talk about. So uh, that's going to be the, the gist of this podcast. I did put out this afternoon or this late this morning, just a, a tweet, a tweet, you know, finish this sentence, change is, and we had a lot of listeners that responded and a lot of people on, on Twitter, it was on my personal and our BTB one and uh, got some good answers. And uh, I'll let you guys kind of speak. Aaron, you wrote some down, but some that you and you liked reading there and spoke to you a little bit. Well, I, I, I shared one. This is from uh, Paul Bernard, and he's one of our science teacher at Kennedy. And uh, he's at, I, I won't get into it. He's in a really unique situation in terms of working and teaching in Cedar Rapids. But um, it's, he has a very unique, uh, I think, perspective on this from a standpoint of what he balances um, every day. Well, he, he, he works at Kennedy. Family lives in Waukee, and he and he goes back and forth and commutes off and on throughout the week, stays, and and, th- and he's just had to balance that. But it was a change he felt he needed to make professionally to work at Kennedy 
for the the job he was looking for and how he's managed that. But he shared a couple. He replied to to the, the forward and talked about change being in, inevitable, change being constant. And then I like this part. He said, "Change is going to happen, so prepare and adapt." Uh, on that, I just think that that perspective of it's it's not like you can hide from it. It's not like you can avoid it. It's not like it's not going to be a part of your day to day or week to week experience. So how do you manage it, uh, process it, and and figure out what to do with it uh, when it when it hits you? So I appreciate those from Paul. No doubt, that's good. Um, Scott, I don't know if you had a chance to see any of them on Twitter. I know you're not on social media very much. Um, <laughs> very, very rarely am I on social media. Uh, there's very few times Sorry. that I'm uh, on there doing anything. Uh. You know, uh, I, I think the, the one that really probably stood out to me the most was our friend, um, Dustin Smith, Dr. Smith. Um, I really thought that he, his, um, and Dr. Hobbs too, for that matter. Dr. Hobbs said that change is more valuable if you make it before it's necessary. Yeah, that's, that's, I thought that's that was a great a, thought. I thought that was a really good one. Um, but I did really like um, uh, Dr. Smith's there too. And he just talked about that, that, you know, it's, it's necessary. It's, you know, he basically talked about what your science teacher talked about. Um, so I, I just, I felt like, Dr. Hobbs was great. Dr. Smith was great. Um, and, and just to add one more thing, I, you know, and, and Tad touched on a little bit, you know, it's that uh, change is going to happen and, and we never know the reason why it's going to happen. Um, but for me and in, in the tra- job transitions I've had, I just felt like a, like a pull or something. That's just what God has kind of led me to. And it's never steered me wrong. You know, I've, I've had great opportunities to be at a lot of great schools and meet a lot of great people, whether that's, um, and sometimes change is scary and sometimes those moves are scary. Uh, when, when, I, when we moved from Muscatine, uh, where Jane's hometown is, to Minneapolis, Jane was six months pregnant. Uh. We went up there, we're looking for houses, and of course they were like double to triple the cost they were in Muscatine. And, uh, you know, it, it worked out. We moved out to Seattle, Washington, we moved across the country, you know, and, and uh, we got Brooke and Alex are just little babies and we're moving out to Seattle and it worked out. And we came back to Iowa after Jane's dad uh, passed away and, and it worked out and we took a $40,000 pay cut and it worked. Um, so, I mean, I, I, and now with my new transition, I, I feel like it's just been the right time um, it, it feels right. Um, although scary, <laughs> there's been some moments I'm like, Ooh, I don't know, this is going to work out, but, uh, I'm just going to put it in God's hands. And, and, uh, you know, obviously when you put it in God's hands, that doesn't mean you just get to sit there. Um, right. You got to get after it too. Um, you know, God doesn't want to sit in there, you know, whittling away time, but, um, Hopefully I'll be able to use the skills that I've developed as an AD and transition into this new part of my life and excited, but still a little, little, little fear there too, though. Well, yeah. And, uh, that, you know, that's change. Um, there's the hard parts about it too. And, uh, there's no doubt, but 
Um, I have no doubt where you're going to go with this too. And, you know, we we're going to talk about later, but we transitioned. So let, let's just, Scott, just maybe our listeners that don't know what you're going to be doing. Um, tell them about the, the transition you're making right now. I don't, I don't always know what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, uh, obviously, you know, I, I know a lot of ADs are out there struggling right now. So, um, in, in COVID and just the stress of this year. Um, but, you know, I tried to, in this decision-making of moving into working with ACE sports and, and doing some consulting, um, I kind of just made my mind up this year that, you know, and I tried to, you know, it's, it's, I know that it's probably hard this year, but I really felt like COVID, I tried to pull that completely out of the decision-making. Although I, I think a lot of people, you know, are getting out of the AD business this year. I've seen a lot of people that I, you know, very much respect and do great work um, are leaving the profession. And it makes me sad, honestly, because I do love what I do. Um, I think we see for, for many of our ADs leaving, and, and I know you have this on the thing here, so I apologize here. I'm kind of getting out of order here, Todd, but oh, how, order. how important it is to um, have a leader that you trust and how important it is to have a leader that um, is very supportive of what we do as athletic directors, because it is probably one of the toughest jobs in the school district, maybe other than being the superintendent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think our ADs are probably more visible than any other administrator in our school districts. And in many cases have the, the, the least amount of resources of any probably administrator within a district. Right. And the things that our ADs do across this country to, to run the departments they run is you start thinking about all the logistics that they handle on a day-to-day basis. Um, I would put our ADs in this country up against any CEO of any corporation out there because they're handling things and handling thousands, in some cases, thousands of people, uh, whether it's parents, fans, student athletes, coaches. Um, It's really mind-boggling. I know a lot of people out there say, oh, ADs, they just show up at games. Uh, they just you know, take care of coaches. It is so much more. And you talked about a little bit at the beginning, Todd, is just that it's, it's completely a people business. That's all we ever do is, is uh, you know, manage high stress, high emotion times for, for parents, student athletes, and coaches. Um, we got to be guidance counselor, firefighter, you know, safety expert, uh, game time logistics expert. Uh, social media expert, um, and and at the end of the day, nobody wants us to fail at absolutely anything, which is crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to have a mindset that that there's not going to be some failure, and that we're not going to fail and learn and grow just like anybody else. Um, I was just working on my speech for my senior uh, signings awards night, and. Um, so I'm I'm gonna be our, our my I'm gonna be the guest speaker for myself at our awards. <laughs> figure that one out, folks. Oh, you uh, know a guy. I know a guy. I know you a guy. Know I, know, a guy. I, know, I knew a few guys. Uh, well, the, the 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 first six people I asked turned me down, so I just said, <laughs> "All right, well, here we go." I'm typing this bad boy speech up now. 
Um, I, I talk to our kids about how important it is that they were had the opportunity to fail. Uh, and, and I, and I want to, you know, make sure that they understand it's okay to fail. Uh -huh. And I know in our society, we've really made failure to be bad, um, especially in education. So uh, I want them to know that I'm glad they had the opportunity to fail and we were there to help them. And it right. was, a, it was a, it was a failure that hopefully they've learned from. And now in the future, they, they won't when it's really mean something where they got wife and kids and jobs that failure um, and change isn't so scary and isn't bad uh -huh. because sometimes when we, when we take that leap or like in the book swim, you, you jump off and jump in that water um, and, and, you're, you know, you're going to be okay because yep. you've learned how to swim before you jump in the water. You've learned all the skills that you need to survive. And uh, I think that's, you know, one thing through this whole transition of going into, you know, doing some consulting, working for ASON, like literally scary enough, like video boards. I, you know, I'm like any of the other ID. I can get mine to work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's, that's a big transition and just learning, you know, and, and walking in from doing what we do and we have everything figured out. I've been doing this 23 years, not very many things that I feel like I can't muddle through. And now I'm in something I have literally very little mm -hmm. knowledge of, and I'm back at that beginning stage again. And that you posted something Todd the other day, it was on LinkedIn. I think it said something about all experts are beginners at some, sometime. Was that, did you post that, Todd, a couple of days ago? I might have. <laughs> He's like, no, but I will be tomorrow. Well, <laughs> I, I just, I saw that and I, I was just like, uh, it hit me because I was like, oh, I, can, I feel that way right now because I'm learning all these new things. And, uh, you know, so I kind of feel, you know, you're going, God, I'm a, am I an idiot? You know, what am I doing? And, uh, but then I got to keep telling myself that, you know, I was the same way when I started being an AD or uh, the same when, same when you walk into a new situation or a new right. job, you're like, yeah. I don't know shit. And you've walked into a new city and you yeah. walk into a new school. Yeah. And, uh, you know, chat? I don't know. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah. I know you're going to take the, you're, you're, you're still in the people business. Right. And now you're going to be in the people business masquerading, as a working for a sports and doing consulting, but you're still in the people business and yeah. yep. you just have a different venue to do it in. And I think that's, what's, that's yeah. what you're going to continue to do and you're going to continue to do well and make an impact. So um, I was looking at my transformational purpose statement when I was trying to kind of decide whether this is who I wanted to do. And um, at the end of the day, I still, can read my transformational purpose statement and still do all those things that I do now as an AD and what I'm going to be doing. And that makes me feel good because I feel like I can make a larger impact now because it won't just be to one school. Yep. It can be to multiple schools, whether it's helping an AD, you know, raise money for a video board, or I'm helping a school out in New York with a strategic plan, or it's, you know, an AD has questions. And, and again, I, I completely believe it's about the people business and it's not about the, 
you know, the beautiful 20 by 30 video board at the end of the day. Um, it's about me having the opportunity to help athletic directors grow. And, and maybe that's in raising funds. Maybe that's in providing their fans with a, with a, a, a better experience at their home games, uh, whether that's working with, you know, with our BTB Leadership Academy, um, those things all excite me. And I think that we can make a difference in a lot of ADs lives and hopefully keep ADs in, you know, for as long as, you know, we've been doing it because it is a great profession. Um, and I, I want to see the culture change for our athletic directors and hopefully, you know, we can, we can do that with this BTB Leadership Academy. Maybe we can do that in working with schools outside of, you know, you know, my, maybe my comfort zone a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I probably occupied up too much time. No, no, no. Because oh, that's, I, here's the thing. And, and I think probably what precipitated this whole conversation we're having tonight anyway is just, is what you've been going through, Scott, in this process you've been going through it and, and the conversations I know you've had with us, but I know you've had with so many other folks is just, you get to that point where, and I think we are, we're all there. You know, we, we kind of led the show off talking about just the month of May and the craziness of it. And I don't believe you've been an AD and gotten through the month of May and not gone, whew, there, there might be a better way to do this uh, than this AD gig out there. And, and it gets you thinking about, well, okay, what, what else is there? And, and you either get renewed in that thought process and say, yeah, no, I've got more I want to do there yet. Or, you start to think, oh, I could have some, I, there might be some influence and some impact I can have in some other spaces. And is now the right time. And and, right. and a lot of us, I think, wrestle with that every single year. And, and you're just at an interesting position in your life where you've been wrestling with that for a while. And it just feels like the time is right um, yeah. to go in and pursue those other spaces using the skill set you developed as an AD. Uh, uh, so it's, I think it's, it's to hear you talk about that process, I think is valuable for our listeners because there's not one of them who hasn't been in the same place and wondered, am I keep doing this or am I going to find something else to do? Uh, and, and what's that look like? Right. Yeah. Or is my time at this school? Yep. You know, and I just, uh, is my time here about done? Do I need to look for another school? Is there another opportunity out there that's good for my family and for yeah. my profession and, or for me personally as well. And, and to be honest, you know, we bring the change thing up and I think people, we talk about it and, and people think about changing schools or changing, you know, getting out of the AD profession, maybe into something else. I, I think change also, I think when you have that conversation with yourself and with those who you trust around you, that change still might be internal. It doesn't mean you change positions, but what do I have to change mm-hmm. with what I'm doing to, to, to find more satisfaction with it, to, to match my transformational purpose statement that's in my heart. I'm not quite getting it all. And I, I need to change something. I need to do something different. And that change is hard to do. And, uh-huh. and changing culture is hard to do. So there's all kinds of changes that this time of year really gets, it stirs up. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's a good conversation to have. Right. And the, uh, you know, we talk about the frustration of May and I heard it once last week. Well, that's the way we always did it. And that's the worst phrase I think we can ever utter. Uh, I don't care what profession you're in is, well, that's the way we always done it. And, or that's the way I'm comfortable doing it. Those are, those are bad phrases folks. And, um, 
That's a bad. <laughs> I know, we're in a serious conversation, and I, I don't know if this may get. But Aaron's dog, Aaron's dog is under his table, and the dog is snoring. The dog is snoring, She's and, and it's coming through Aaron's me. microphone and into our headphones. And, and in that pause, when I was not saying yeah. anything, there's oh, a big man. old snore. Yeah. Uh, Michael can maybe amplify that. That's it's a challenge a- for Michael when he edits this. Is, so, so you start to think to yourself, sorry, Sid, we've got off your thought there, but if you can sleep that well, when you lay your head down at night and you've been thinking about this change, if you can sleep that well, you know, you're good. You're you good be shape. comfortable with yeah. the change you're making. Yeah, I hope you're sleeping uh, well, Scott, oh, snoring like that. Oh, oh, man. Man. I, don't, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably get punched if I was. Uh, I get told to roll over uh, if I snore like that. My girls. Oh. Well, anyway, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I just, you're right, Aaron. It's, it's not about changing jobs sometimes. It's about what do I need to do to change? Uh, what can I do different uh, to take take our team or take our our group up an, a notch? And mm-hmm. uh, that's change that requires effort. And um, it does require us to get out of our comfort zone. And that's, that's the place where um, we grow. Well, you get back to some of our... Uh, some of the comments we had from some of our listeners to that, uh, you know, they, they kind of talk about that a little bit. They talk about necessary, you see necessary and healthy yeah. um, from quite a few of them. Uh, and nobody says it's easy and nobody says it's, it's not a, a difficult process to go through, but everybody talks about it. The process of contemplating change, uh, whether that be an, an internal change, an external change, but it, it's a hard thing to do, but it's like pruning. Uh, you know, that, that those shrubs don't look great for, for a period of time, but when you, you know, when you cut them back and you prune them, but that pruning is that change process that kind of reestablishes growth, reestablishes purpose. And, uh, and you, and you're better on the other end of it, um, when you approach with the right mindset. So. You you talked about a little bit already, but it, you know, like May is always that time of year where you're just getting pulled in so many different directions and, you know, you're, I, I kind of feel like ADs, you just get you just get picked apart in in the spring a lot of times, and and you're investing so much in in all your coaches and your kids and all the different programs you go on, and you got the transition from winter to to spring sports, and then spring to summer, and you're investing all this time and energy and emotion into all these other people, and and in the springtime we don't have time to invest in our own selves and. Sometimes I think that's why spring gets so hard is because uh, you're right. you just get, yeah. you know, your, your, your piggy bank's empty. And, and then, you know, what are, what are you doing to fill your piggy bank up? Because you're giving pennies out left and right, and you're not putting any pennies in your piggy bank. So. Uh-huh. And of course that's leads to the next, that's what makes summer so difficult in Iowa for the Iowa AD mm-hmm. is that we don't know. We know that, you know, in another month, we've got home baseball and softball games starting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, then we go through July. So while the pace slows a little bit, you still have those responsibilities. You got two sports going. Uh, and then you're trying to get ready for the next next fall at the same time. Um, but we just don't ever see an end to it. And that's what makes it so difficult sometimes to make those changes. And you say, ah, I want to do this. 
well, man, how do I carve out the time to do that? And sometimes you just got to make time and you got to, uh, good things happen if you do, but it, sometimes it's hard to do that. It's hard to pull that pin to make that change, to do something different with your staff or your coaches that could be impactful. I, I always admire this about Aaron because he's always so thoughtful when he adds something to his plate. And I'm stupid enough that I just do st- shit sometimes. And I'm just like, okay, well that, that probably didn't go so well because I don't, I go too fast and I don't think of, I, I probably, you know, he, I just always really uh, admired Aaron when he went through that process of, um, you know, instituting his student leadership and his growth mindset stuff. And he just really took a lot of time and analyzed how he's going to do it. And, you know, I'm too stupid. I just go do it and don't think about it. And I was always admired the fact that Aaron is still so thoughtful. And when he adds those things um, to his plate, I just want to throw that in there. That's Kind of, I can think of one person if they actually hear that. Good thing I've got the headphones in and, 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 and that's what's going because she'd be in the room laughing right now. I said, Aaron, thoughtful about stuff. Are you kidding me? Um, but I appreciate that. It's, I, I would say you've seen maybe some of the better of my choice uh, decision making. I think we, I think we all do it both ways. I think we, yeah, we, I know. There's some things we're very thoughtful about and there's other things that just feel right in a moment and you do them and you figure it out as you go. Um, well, hey, well, no matter if you if you only did it that one time, that's the one time that I thought it was. <laughs> so, oh man, that does it does that's that's a good point, Scott. Kevin Zimmerman, um, out in Nebraska, remind me is he retired or is he still working? He's still working. Forget, he's still yeah. working. Yeah, but he's Lincoln right now too. Is he? Yeah. But his he re- replied back too. He said, "Under you know, change is understanding first. Yes. Yeah. And then he said, "Seek to understand before you seek to change." That's that's insightful. Uh, that kind of goes to that thinking, being thoughtful about making change sometimes. Well, you've got to you got to spend some time. You know, as you ha- if you have those things crossing your mind about. Uh, you know, and go back to one of our primary purposes we talked about at the convention when we were just talking to people about why we got started. You know, one of the big reasons we got started was trying to get our ADs through that that three to four year hump. And, and you know, we just lose so many in that second, third year of like, yeah, wait, this this is not what I thought it was going to be. Or there's other things I that would be less chaotic uh, than this in, in terms of educational leadership. And so they go to those things. And our, one of our goals is to give them the skill sets to and tools and experience, share our experiences, good and, and bad, uh-huh. uh, you know, to get through that. And I think anytime your, your heart's stirring on change, uh, on going a different direction, rethinking the way you're doing things, you know, we, we talk all the time about our Mount Rushmore. And to be transparent, the three of us are having an awful lot of conversations. There's, I don't think there's anything the three of us are going to do moving forward that won't involve, involve conversations with one another because mm. we've developed a trust and a faith in, 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 with one another, with yep. our friendship, that what uh, you guys' opinion when I'm going through a, a thought process matters to me. And you all have those folks out there that are listening, to it, and those are the people you have to rely on um, because, man, when you start thinking about this stuff uh, – your mind just starts swirling mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's hard sometimes to control it. Yeah. So you go, you talk to your Mount Rushmore. 
and say, hey, I'm thinking about this or I'm thinking about that. Or, you know, I was, I was laying in bed the other night and boy, I really think maybe maybe getting out of the AD gig and trying something else. Well, who are the people you can talk to that remember your why in terms of getting out of the AD gig and can remind you of that? And, and, and so just take your time and seek out people uh, who are very intentionally placed in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and and seek their counsel, seek their wisdom because they've been in your shoes, yep. um, and uh, and they'll help you through it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've, I probably would have never made this transition without talking to you two, uh, and it was a long, probably drawn out process. I mean, it was months of thinking about what this was going to look like and if it was something that I was ready to do, and uh, here I am. Well, and I think that's that's to Aaron's point too, and to yours. It's it's be thoughtful, and uh, this is a big decision, Scott. And it was, it's it's, it's a transition. I mean, um, so I, I admire you for mm-hmm. for taking it, for diving, um, and you know we're there with you a hundred percent. You're not leaving the podcast. Uh, you're still no. you're still on BTV. I'll still be able to throw in some anecdotal comments here and there. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I just think it's, it's, it's fantastic. And uh, looking forward to see where you go with it. Yeah. Um, and I think, again, I'll say it again, you're still in the people business and yep. now you're just, you're masquerading in something else. Uh, yep. So you're going to, you're still going to have an impact that way. Um, I, I do want to, you know, we've mentioned it and uh, let's just talk through it a little bit for our listeners that we are, um, starting talks and conversations of uh, BTB Leadership Academy. Uh, we are trying to figure out what that looks like, uh, but it's a way we want to continue to help serve ADs uh, around the country um, and be of value uh, with with our experiences. And uh, we're just trying to figure out what that looks like. But um, we, uh, we probably aren't ready to discuss all that yet, but you heard us mention it. And, uh, again, I, I think if, if it's, it's just something that we feel in our hearts and our souls that, um, we want to do. And, uh, uh, so we're going to sit down and see what that looks like. And <laughs> Aaron and I read the same book. We got to get it in Scott's hands or Scott, you got to get that ordered. Uh, if you're thinking it? about change, um, Say in a pit with a lion it, on a oh yes on a snowy yeah, day yeah in a, a pit with a lion yeah, yeah uh, I need to get that the yeah. uh, the the author is Mark Batterson and uh, mm. and, I, and I've got the sequel sitting on my table I haven't I've got a couple uh, license renewal classes I'm working on right now so as soon as those are done I'll be picking up the sequel which is Chase the Lion yeah um, but boy if you are thinking change or just or just looking to stir the pot. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Uh, fantastic <laughs> book to to get your soul just thinking about um, what's next. And, and it's not a what's next in terms of I got to change jobs. It's just a what mm-hmm. next in terms of what are you what are you taking on in life that's challenging you and invigorating you and and keeping you in the pursuit mm-hmm. uh, of your very best um, day in and day out. It's a great book. Yeah. Having the courage to chase the lion. Yeah, it's a great book, and I recommend that for sure. And 
you know, I, I think guys, if there's nothing else, we'll have Aaron wrap up here pretty quick. But um, I, I do think, you know, whether you're think whatever transition you're going through, whatever changes you need to make, whether it's at your school now and you want to make some changes to your program. Um, I just encourage you to do it. And uh, if it's a change that you need to make uh, transition wise, job wise, be thoughtful. I, I think the thing that we've probably we've mentioned, um, you know, you have your Mount Rushmore, but don't forget that special spouse and that family and mm -hmm. uh, those conversations. Um, anytime you're making a transition, I mean, we're all fortunate to have um, somebody with us that is can help us see another perspective. And that's what I've appreciated about my wife of um, going on 38 years now yeah. um, of just being able to help me see a different perspective sometimes uh, when you're talking about transition or change. And um, it's just been, that's so important to have those conversations too. But so whatever's stirring in you, I, I, I just think it's stirring for a reason, whether it's about your job or about another job or whatever it is. Um, and if that's something that we could talk with you about, I mean, obviously you're, you know, Scott's going through a transition. Um, uh, we'd love to talk with you if you need to talk with somebody. Um, and we'd like to, to kind of come into your corner as well and yeah. support you in that and offer, listen to you and then offer whatever we can offer. But, and that's, that's just for, I just, we mentioned it before. Um, uh, I love being an AD and I love, uh, the camaraderie that we have with ADs that some I've never met except through social media. Yeah. Uh, but the connection that we have, because we're all, uh, doing this for, for others. Uh, I just appreciate so much, um, being an AD and the community that we have together. And I, I just, I meant mentioned this earlier, Florida had their convention and I was so happy for those guys down there. Uh, Jake was the president this year, I'm sure. And uh, just so happy they could have that. They had Jamie Beckler down there to speak. Yes. Yeah, that. Uh, yep. that would have been fantastic. So hats off to our friends in Florida. I'm glad you got your convention in. Uh, you know, we had ours month and a half, two months ago, and I just know how, how good that felt. So awesome. hats off to you and others around the country who have had your conventions and uh, just happy you can do that if you've been able to yeah. do that. Yeah. Well, um, let's wrap up again, Scott. Uh, thanks for sharing. Um, we could have dropped the mic after you were done. Um, I don't know about that. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, we'll continue to talk obviously, but, um, you've done great work here as an AD and at Centennial and uh, all the stops you've made along with the Iowa High School Athletic Director Association and the NIAAA. Uh, but those don't change. Uh, you'll still be around. You'll just be there in a different role. That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're going to continue to have an impact because you're in the people business. Now you're masquerading as something else. So uh, we're, glad, uh, we're glad to support yeah. you in that. Yep. Super excited for you uh, with, with what you got coming ahead and excited to be a part of that journey with you and, and, yeah. and celebrate your wins and pick you back up and help you dust yeah. off when, when you have one of those tough days, but excited yeah. to be a part of that with you. That's awesome. I appreciate so, you guys. But 
All right. We ready to wrap this baby up, Todd? Let's wrap her. All right. Um, you know, Todd mentioned at the top of this thing, we didn't really know what this thing was going to look like. And I'm not sure we still, we, we know yet what this was going to look like other than, um, I'll go back to so many people that, that responded. One of the common throws is change is going to be inevitable. Um, whether that's a, we've talked about internal changes, we've talked about uh, transitioning to different roles and responsibilities or jobs and those types of changes. Um, I think as I put some thought into how to wrap this thing up today, um, I wasn't really sure what my hook was going to be with it, but I, I alluded to it a little bit earlier in terms of, uh, I think of the word trust. And, and I guess just becoming a stronger and stronger believer in the fact that we have people uh, and circumstances uh, put on our path very, very intentionally. And when that happens, we've got to be, we've got to pay attention, uh, especially in seasons of change. Uh, when you've got things stirring in your heart, there are going to be people, uh, your Mount Rushmore, your family, your friends, your colleagues, your students you work with that are going to be very intentionally crossing your path from day to day to, to help you uh, make sense of what's stirring and what's on your heart at the time. So you really have to pay attention uh, and trust that, trust your faith, trust your family and trust those friends. And I, like I said, I didn't know what that hook was. And all of a sudden was reminded going back to my football coaching days and, and I was a quarterback's coach and we were implementing, trying to really, uh, we just don't always have the biggest offensive lineman here at Kennedy High School. We we're, we just don't have those guys that can, you know, do the kick drop step of tackles and, 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 and protect a, a five-step drop pocket passer. We get, we just got to get rid of the ball quick in our league. And so we're developing the three-step passing game. And just the constantly reminding my quarterbacks, I kept saying this day after day after day, it was read it, trust it, let it go. Read it, trust it, let it go. And we just went through this process every day of learning how to read it. What are you looking for? What's your pre-snap read? You take your first step. What are you watching? What are you looking for? And I go back to those people who have been put in their life uh, very intentionally, read them, listen to them, learn from them, listen to their experiences, listen to their wisdom, and again, get that pre-snap read as you're thinking about change and use that wisdom along with what's in your gut and what your, you know, your heart's telling you what to do and how to do it. Uh, so read it, listen to those friends, listen to your family, and then trust it. And man, let it go. Just, just be willing to pull the trigger and make that change. Uh, and don't look back after you do it. And it's not easy. And I'm not sitting here saying I do it well because I'm, I, whew, I struggle with that. But it comes back to that simple lesson I was trying to teach my quarterbacks way back when we were in a three-step drop. Read it, trust it, let it go. And uh, it usually works out okay for you. Great stuff. Great analogy. Yeah. I, I'm just reminded too that the the object of life is not to arrive at the end safely. It's to <laughs> get out there and be active. You know, I, it's not it's not to get there safe all the time. Yeah. Well, guys, it's been great. And uh, again, I appreciate just having the conversation. Uh, thanks to our listeners who have stuck with us and, and uh, gotten here to the end. We appreciate you. And if you've got something you want to talk about, um, we're here. And uh, you can get a hold of us either via email or social media. And we can start the conversation there. And uh, if we can get online and have a Zoom call with you, we'd love to do that. Uh, 
that's no charge. We're not. I mean, <laughs> we're just, <laughs> BTB Leadership Academy and counseling. Uh, no, but if you would need to talk about something, we, we want to talk to you. Yeah, we'd absolutely. love to. We'd love to, to have that conversation uh, with you as well. So have a great week. Um, keep rolling. Keep rolling out there, ADs. You're doing great work. We appreciate you. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again real soon. But in the meantime, continue on and be blessed, everyone.